Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I'm your host, Bananiac, and this is Bananas. often I get to meet a vegan with high cholesterol levels, especially one that hasn't eaten animal products for over two decades. But it can happen. I mean, usually when we think of cholesterol, we think of meat, fish, dairy, eggs, but rarely do we think about the other possible culprits that can be affecting our blood lipid levels. In episode two of This Is Bananas, I speak with my friend Chris Cooney, aka The Vegan Zombie, about how he struggled with high cholesterol levels as someone who's been vegan for over 20 years and how he managed to improve his levels and become heart attack proof. This is his story. So I'm here with my friend Chris, aka The Vegan Zombie. How's it going, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on the channel. Definitely. Yeah, it's always good having you on. We've done a collab in the past. So I want to talk to you about how you're on like this uh, special diet. You've been eating really healthy. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that was the biggest question that people had because I started eating a lot different in my videos and people were wondering like, is there something wrong with you? Like what's going on? And I recently put out a video why I'm on this diet. So for those of you that are wondering, I was on the no salt, no oil Dr. Esselstyn diet. And that stemmed from last year, last August, I decided to go get my blood tested for the first time ever. And I'm a longtime vegan of going on 24 years and I've never taken like supplements or vitamins and I felt great. So I wanted to go see what my results were. So I went and did that. You can check out the entire video, but everything was pretty good. My B12 was fine. My protein was really high. My vitamin D was a little bit low, but that's because of where I live in Syracuse, New York, the snow city and the country and we have like six to seven months of winter which is pretty ridiculous i was shocked because my cholesterol was a little bit higher than a normal average vegan it was still under what they recommend for an average american under the 200 overall cholesterol mark but it was a little bit high in the ldl which is the bad cholesterol a little bit low in the hdl and my triglycerides the first time i got tested were about 150. I was pretty shocked because as a vegan, you know, I haven't consumed any anything like that. I work out all the time. I felt really healthy. But yeah, my cholesterol is pretty high. So I decided to take out a lot of the processed foods and eat more healthy foods and see what would happen if I did this for a good three months which I did. And then three months later, I went and got tested again. There was a significant drop in my triglycerides from 150 to about 100. But my LDL, HDL ratio stayed about the same. So I'm wondering like, what's what's going on here? So I I asked the doctor, he basically said that, you know, if, if we can't get it down, we got to go to medication. And that's something that I'm really against. I don't want to take medication unless I'm absolutely going to die. So I want to stay away from that as, as as much as I can. So 
he said, you know, you could up your HDL by doing exercise. And, I, you know, I explained I, I work out every single day. Like I literally take no days off. He said, well, what kind of exercise are you doing? You got to do a lot of cardio. So I was like, oh, there it is. I hate running. So I just got to start running more than I already am. So I started doing that on top of eating. And when I what I did by changing my diet, I already ate pretty healthy. And I've I've been eating pretty healthy for the past six years or so compared to how I used to eat as a vegan. I used to be a junk food vegan. What I did was I took oils out. And when I say that, I didn't stop eating foods that had oil in them, but I stopped cooking with oil. So I would cook a lot of food with like olive oil, canola oil, especially coconut oil. I stopped doing that altogether. I started cooking more in my air fryer or using some apple cider vinegar, even water. That on top of doing more cardio, I went back after another three months and got tested again. It was the same. Now, the last time that I went and got tested was back in April and everything was the same. And he tried to explain to me again that your liver makes up 60% of your cholesterol. Your diet is the other 40%. So, you know, your diet and your exercise, it's showing your triglycerides have dropped, but yet your LDL and your HDL ratio are still the same. So I don't know if there's really much. Your liver is just producing more cholesterol than the normal person. And I'm like, really like, I'm bummed out because I'm, I'm a huge health freak. I don't want to take medicine. And I can't figure out like why this is happening. When I put my video on YouTube, a lot of people in the comments were saying the genetics thing is, you know, BS. It's basically loading the gun and your diet is pulling the trigger, which I wholeheartedly agree with. But I couldn't deny the fact that my body was doing something different. So when a vegan doctor came to Syracuse, New York, which is where I live, and I went and I filmed his uh, whole presentation. He's from Rochester, New York, and he's actually good friends with like Dr. Esselstyn and all the heart healthy doctors there. But he uses Dr. Esselstyn's story as he talks about like what Dr. Esselstyn did to reverse heart disease. And then after the presentation was over with, I went up and I talked to him and I basically explained, like I'm a vegan of, you know, over 20 years. I exercise daily. I eat healthy. And yet my cholesterol is still higher than it should be. Is there anything you can do to help? And he basically said, well, how healthy are you eating? And I guess I could always eat healthier. So even though I cut out a lot of that processed foods and the oil, I was still eating foods with oil and stuff like that. So I looked into the Dr. Esselstyn diet. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's basically no salt, no oil, no sugar, no avocado, no nuts, no white flour, no white rice. You can eat grains. So I've been eating a lot of quinoa and brown rice, a lot of greens, a lot of veggies. I've been on that since the beginning of May. And I followed it to a T, like literally, I did not cheat. I did not make an exception or a special occasion day. I was true to it for a good month. And then I got blood tested again. It's been about a month and a half now and I'm still on it. We go to look at the results earlier this week and I'm expecting, I'm literally expecting that, that it to be just the same. And it's just, you know, I had a theory that maybe my cholesterol is just a little bit higher than, than other people. That was my best case, case scenario. Or, you know, maybe it goes down, which means like, okay, so it was diet. But again, like, do I really, uh, am I going to be happy with that? Because that means I can't eat any of the foods that I love, you know, the rest of my life without having a higher cholesterol. I'm kind of bummed about that. But anyways, I go in and he sits the results down in front of me. And sure enough, I have cholesterol that is beyond perfect. So my overall cholesterol before was 185-ish. And then my cholesterol this week as after this Esselstyn diet, I was 142. My LDL went from 130 to 89. And he is completely dumbfounded at what I did. He's just kind of like, the, he's looking at the, the facts in front of him. He's looking at the science. He says, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it right. So...
that's where we're at today. Wow, that's awesome. And yeah, it's yep. it's pretty crazy because you've been 100% vegan this whole time. I mean, you're not just any regular zombie in human flesh. You're a vegan zombie. This September will be 24 years. Yeah. And then before that, I was vegetarian for four years. So I pretty much lived my entire teenage years and adult life with this lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've been a long time vegan. Going back to visiting your doctor, could you tell us maybe like before when you did have higher levels of cholesterol, what was he recommending that you do? I told him right up front that I was a vegan and I already eat healthy and I exercise. So he's like, you're doing everything right. So just stay, you know, continue to do this. I told him I was going to eat a little bit healthier and take oils out. And he kind of explained it. He's very knowledgeable, but he's not, I don't, I think I'm the first vegan patient that he's had. He was explaining to me that everything has oil in it. You take a piece of lettuce and you squeeze it hard enough, there's going to be oil. He kind of explained that to me. I I didn't argue with him about any, just listened to him. And then I went out and I did my thing. So each time I would go back in, he finally just said, you know, your liver is producing more cholesterol than it should be. Pretty much anything I did at this point isn't going to work. And I asked him, is there anything like liver healthy foods that I could do to make it stop doing that? And he kind of laughed and said, if you figure that out, you'll win the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever. He kind of laughed at me. I left there very confused because I've heard all of my life and I've lived it that the vegan lifestyle, the vegan diet is one of the most healthiest that you can be on. And I truly believe that. And, you know, meat and dairy are just toxic in your system. So knowing that I had high cholesterol and I was eating healthy and I was exercising and nothing I was doing was changing that led me to believe that there was something about my body that was producing more, even though people were saying that's not true. I didn't know what to believe. I was very confused when I left there that time. See, I, I'm the kind of person like I never get sick. So I never go to the, I haven't been to the doctor in like 10 years, but I decided to go get my blood tested last year so I could do a video on it, to show people, you know, on a vegan diet, like what to expect. And the cholesterol was the only thing that I was, you know, I wanted to show people, you know, B12 protein, like I'm not dying, I'm healthy. And sure enough, all everything was fine, except for the cholesterol part. I want to rule out 100% that it's my diet. And the only way that I can do this is to eat the best heart healthy diet that I can do. And that would be through Dr. Esselstyn. So I researched that and decided to make another appointment. I didn't know how long I should be on this. You know, I have really good willpower, but it, it was a struggle. And the main thing is they say that your your palate, your, your, your cravings, your taste buds are going to change as time goes on. And that's absolutely true. I've done it before when I was a raw vegan, but I did it again here. After about three weeks or so, I wasn't craving the things that I normally would, which would be like not chocolate. I love chocolate and I crave chocolate every day sweets, stuff like that, um, processed foods. I wasn't craving those anymore and I'm not craving them now because I'm still doing it. People ask, how do I feel on it? Well, I ate healthy before. So, I mean, this is, this is extreme healthy, but I ate healthy before. So I, I don't feel any different as far as physically, you know, good or bad. I, I felt good before and I felt good now, but I, I've lost a lot of weight and I haven't been trying to lose the weight. It's over 15 pounds and that's in a month and a half. And you, you can eat as much as you want. As long, if you're hungry, just keep eating as long as you're eating this diet. When I finished this, I decided that either I, I'm going to go now because I can't I can't continue to do this. This is this is terrible. Or I'm going to wait like the three months. I'm like, I don't want to wait three months to go get blood tested again. I saw some research where somebody said three weeks to a month will change. And other people say three months. I ended up after one month of going to get blood tested. I went to get the results and, you know, they were really, really good. So I'm surprised 
the diet worked. The one thing that I think caused the diet to work so good, not only did I start choosing like the, the foods that didn't have any oil in it and, you know, all whole foods, but when I was doing this before, I was making a lot of salads and stuff and I was, I was craving like some kind of fat. So I was putting avocado, I was eating a lot of avocados and a lot of nuts, especially cashews and stuff. I was making a lot of dressings and sauces with cashews. There's a lot of saturated fats there and they say those are the good fats, but I took those out of the diet and sure enough, my cholesterol dropped significantly. They say anything under 150 is heart attack proof and mine's now 142. So I was amazed this happened. The doctor kind of looked at me and he was laughing and I said, yeah, I've been on this crazy diet and he's laughing and I'm like, I took Dr. Esselstyn's advice and he goes, ah, he's crazy. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? He's crazy. Look at my results. Like I didn't take medicine. This is what I did. He didn't know who Dr. Esselstyn was and he started to try to compare it. He tried to come up with scientific reasons of why I, it was alluding to like why what I was doing was bad, but it, he never said the word bad. He couldn't say the word bad because he knew my results were like undisputable and they were right there in front of him and I didn't take any medicine. So he knew that he was very, very interested. I don't, I hope that he uses this information for other patients in the future, but I can tell the guy is, you know, he's very scientific and he was so curious that he wanted to know more, but at the same time, try to debunk me. Like he said things like, well, there is no proven diet to be any better than another diet. And I um, I didn't argue with him, but I don't agree with that whatsoever. He tried to compare like the, the, the Dr. Esselstyn thing to like the Atkins diet and stuff like that. I'm like, no, no. So he, he asked me, you know, spell his name out for him and he Googled them and he starts looking them up. Now, for those of you that know Dr. Esselstyn, he's not some fake doctor. He's He's got a ton of really high credentials and achievements. He was the head of the Cleveland Clinic, which is one of the best heart hospitals in the country, in the world. He started doing this in like the early 90s. So we had a, like a, a little bit more of like a, a debate. He was trying to say that, you know, eating like this is going to make my fat receptors dry up. So if I ever incorporate foods back, I'm going to have like, a, you know, some troubles and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? he was trying to debunk what I was doing in any way that he could. But at the same time, he knew what I was doing was undeniable. So then at the end of the the visit, he kind of acted like, well, I'm going to keep you on the same routine and I'll see you again in three months. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not going to come back in three months, maybe six or nine months. It was funny because he never recommended any of this. It was all me. And the reason why I went there was because I needed the blood test. I needed him to go over the test with me for you know insurance reasons. So that brings me to where I am now. So now I technically don't have to be on this diet. I can eat other foods. And I tried eating a couple things, but it didn't really do anything for me. I didn't think I was going to be like this, but I'm still staying away from like oils and highly processed foods and stuff like that. So for the most part, I'm still on this diet. But I think what I'm doing, because I never had a heart problem. I never had a problem with my blood pressure. My blood pressure, is, my blood pressure was perfect, 110 over 65. So I don't have a problem with that. So I don't see like that big of a deal incorporating a little bit of more sodium in my diet as long as I'm not overdoing or anything like that. Because I don't think that, I'm not sure, but I don't think that that really has too much to do with the cholesterol as far as like, you know, the oils and the the other things in there. So I'm still staying away from most of the other things. Yeah, I'm not craving anything really. And I did, that was what I was gonna say. I did a little bit more research and I found um, some information from Dr. Greger of nutritionfacts.org. And he says that you can incorporate a little bit of miso in your diet. Miso is very salty. It's a fermented bean paste. According to him, there's studies that show that somehow that this fermented bean, it counteracts what the sodium actually does 
to your body. So I started using a little bit of that and, um, you know, diluting it with a little bit of water, stirring it up until it becomes liquidy and pouring that over the foods that I make. And it makes a ton of difference when, when you can have that saltiness, that was the only thing I was craving during this entire time doing, doing what I did was just the bland food. You know, you eat it and you still feel hungry because there's nothing sparking your taste buds really. Yeah. That's crazy that your doctor just kind of like pushed it to the side when he had the lab results right in his hands showing you lowering your cholesterol through this diet. Medical doctors, they don't really get much training in nutrition as, well, nutritionists and dietitians do. And the thing is, he does seem really knowledgeable. Like, he, he broke it down. Like, he, he's not one of those doctors that's quick to see you and, and, and get you out of there. He takes a lot of time with each patient, and he was talking about like the different things, like he was trying to say that it doesn't really matter what diet you're on because there's no proven diet. It's all about the different fats and carbohydrates and things that you put down your hatch. I dispute that, but I listened to him. He said that your your liver makes up your 60% of your cholesterol and then the other 40% is your diet. And he said that at least 30 to 50% of that 40 should be your diet. Your diet should be lowering that much. I heard while I was sitting in the waiting room, the receptionist or nurse, she went out to talk to the doctor and then she came back to talk to whoever the patient was. And I'm literally sitting right next to them. And I'm assuming it was uh, an elderly person that had like some disease or, you know, and finished surgery or something like that. And she was recommending, she goes, so you're going to want to eat like me and dairy. and, And I'm like, I wanted to pull the phone away from them and be like, they're trying to kill you. Um, Watch forks over knives. Goodbye. I want to ask you, how important do you feel it is for vegans to eat a whole food plant-based diet, not just for like non-vegans? Well, yeah, obviously you can be vegan and, and not be healthy. You can be a junk food vegan, which is pretty much what I was for the majority of the years that I was vegan. Uh, and we didn't have like a lot of information out there. You know, I went vegan before YouTube existed, before Google, before the internet existed, really. My rationale was if it tasted good and it was vegan, I'm going to eat it. I never had any issues being overweight or anything because I was very active. I was a I skate I was a skateboarder and I skated every single day, like all day. So I was very fit. But it wasn't until about six years ago that I decided to start eating a lot healthier. Now I think it's important to look after your health. The the whole plant-based vegan diet is the healthiest and I think people should eat that as much as they can. But If you're going to eat like the comfort foods out there, the delicious, you know, I'm not going to deny they're delicious and they're great foods. But as long as you can do something kind of like what I did, where you go and you get your blood tested, otherwise you don't really know. You only see the outside. You don't see the inside of your body. And even as a vegan, you can be unhealthy. I mean, my cholesterol wasn't dangerously high, but who knows? Like if I kept eating really, really poorly without knowing it, I could have, you know, I could have had cholesterol and heart problems. I feel like as long as they're going to get blood tested and making sure that they're healthy, then and I, I feel like these comfort foods and stuff, I do think they're very important for, for a vegan lifestyle. And, and the reason why is because for non-vegans, so we always want non-vegans to start to live more vegan-friendly lives. And that's because, you know, we want we want to make that change. We don't, we don't like what's going on. And it's not because of, you know, we don't like what they're doing. It's because of like the harm they're causing on animals and the environment and, you know, their own lives. You know, we have loved ones and stuff that are eating very poorly and we might want to see them eat a little bit healthier. And the first step is to go over and start eating more of a plant-based diet. If we didn't have all these comfort foods out there and these replica foods like vegan burgers and vegan cheeses and stuff, then people are gonna be more, 
I think, resilient to not wanting to go vegan because that in their mind is only going to leave them some plants and carrots, just grains like they there's nothing interesting for them when they're eating anything they want already. So when you say, okay, you're about to bite into your burger, but wait a minute, what if I told you I could make you this Beyond Burger with this delicious pretzilla bun with like a piece of chow cheese? Try that out. And they try that and they're like, wow, this is better than what I mean, and I can be vegan. So it, it's important to get people to go vegan. I really, really feel that way. And I, I always will promote vegan products and stuff like that in the sense that I want to show people, maybe I'm not consuming them, but I want to show people that they exist so they don't have a reason to say, I, I can't be vegan. I can't do this because I'm going to miss this. But even as a nutritionist, like I am actually for all these vegan alternatives, like the vegan meat, the non-dairy products, because it really helps people transition to the vegan lifestyle and then maybe it'll lead down to the path of eating a whole food plant-based diet but these products are definitely better than eating actual meat actual dairy and eggs and all that stuff so i'm actually all for that i encourage people to always keep moving forward trying to eat healthier but even with those types of vegan products like uh, they are loaded in oil and fat like and even when you're talking about fat avocados nuts like you could even go overboard with those types of foods i see where you're coming from as like a nutritionist point of view but from my point of view like i like to live my life and let somebody else live their life so it's kind of like a double-edged sword the best way to eat is a whole plant-based diet but for me at least as long as it's vegan then i don't care what they're doing i don't care that if they're not eating a whole plant-based diet if they want to be a junk food vegan let them do it as long as they're not hurting other beings i'd rather try to go on and inspire people and educate people to want to convert want to adapt eat less meat or you know, go full vegan. That is what I want to do. I never want to like make it seem like it's forced or anything like that. That seems to be the, as far as I see over the years, the the better way to try to uh, convince people to go vegan. You just show them things, you show them results, you show them facts. And like, like my show, I kind of made like a, an entertainment show where I wanted people to, to be happy and watch the videos, but also be like, you know what? I could probably try that. Maybe I could be vegan because this actually tastes really good. So that's kind of like an inspiration. Definitely. Yeah. There's, there's a bit of everything for everyone. I love what this lifestyle has to offer. Dude, it, it's, it's so inspiring listening to your story, being able to like lower your cholesterol just by even taking like, like a very small step just by excluding uh, your fats from your diet. I was thinking that, okay, so now that I've lowered it, because I, I believe it was because I cut out uh, a lot of the nuts and a lot of the avocados that I was eating on top of like everything else because I know what I was eating before. So I'm thinking that maybe I want to eat this way most of the time and then slowly, maybe once in a while, incorporate something else because I mean, let's not deny that my channel is based around some of these foods. So if I do like a taste test video or if I go out to a restaurant to show you know, some of the foods they have, I want to be able to eat it. If I can't do that, then that kind of bums me out a little. I still want to try these foods, these new foods that are coming out. That doesn't mean like, for instance, the bite beyond burger. I think that is amazing, but that, but I don't think, I think maybe if people are going to eat it, eat it once a meat a week or so when, when I had it, like, I don't even remember the last one I had, had one, but it wouldn't be every day and it wouldn't even be every week. I might have one like every two weeks or two or three weeks. I might have one. If you look at the ingredients, they're not the best things for you, even though they taste amazing. And they're, I'll admit they're better for you than like a meat burger. I kind of want to slowly try to see if I can eat a few other things while I'm on this diet mostly, and then get blood tested again and see if that significantly impacted my cholesterol or if it kind of stayed the same. I don't 
really want to have to eat like this in order to be healthy. I want to be able to eat like this most of the time and still be able to indulge on like some other foods at the same time. I think it's great for those who go like on a literally a 100% whole food plant-based diet, like just eating nothing refined and processed. But I also think there's like a balance you can attain from like still eating really healthy, but eating once in a while like other vegan foods that you really enjoy like I think that's that's totally cool and me personally like I I like the Beyond Meat Burger like my family makes it every once in a while and I I allow myself to have that but I think it's important for everyone to kind of just find their balance between like eating a healthy diet taking care of yourself and then also allowing yourself to eat other foods that you really enjoy I have whole videos of it but like I I had really bad um, back pain that was like permanent until I had something done about it and I I did not like those years of my life like I couldn't imagine like growing old feeling that pain every single day like I said I always try to live the healthiest life I can I've pretty much been that way ever since I was a little kid like just trying to stay away from things or but no matter what kind of peer pressure was around me like I did what I needed to do to stay as healthy as possible and I want to continue to live that life and feel good as long as I can. Like I don't don't want a terminal illness. I don't want a terminal pain. I don't. I want to. I want to live good because I know people live like this and I feel bad for them. And and uh, diet is like a number one thing. I mean, it doesn't cure everything, but it's. That's what you put in your body. You got to expect if you put bad things in your body, you're probably, it's probably going to be like finite. And if you put good things in your body, you're probably going to feel a lot better for a lot longer. I think this is a good place to to wrap it up. Do you want to tell people where they can find you and learn more about you? Uh, You can find me at theveganzombie.com. I make my own t-shirts right in my garage. So if you want to support and buy a t-shirt, I also have my own cookbook, The Vegan Zombie Cook and Survive, which you can also find on my site. There's also an ebook. And if you want to support i have you know patreon I actually have my copy right here there you go it's kind of a unique cookbook it's got a bunch of pictures in it but it also has a little graphic novel at the beginning we did like a little comic explaining the vegan zombie yeah that's really awesome Pretty like fun. i love the artwork in this my friend robert kramer did the art for this and he's he's amazing his uncle was in one of my videos his uncle for those of you that remember back in the day police academy and stuff yeah goldthwaite so that's really cool he's a director now So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of This Is Bananas. To learn more about this episode, check out the show notes over at Bananiac.com. That's B-A-N-A-N-I-A-C.com. If you're looking for easy and nutritious plant-based recipes to make at home, you can download my ebook, Bananiac Simple Vegan Recipes, from my website as well. It includes 25 of my favorite whole food plant-based recipes that I make and eat every day and will hopefully help you eat more whole plant-based meals as well. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate it wherever you're listening to it share this episode with someone who could benefit from it leave a comment with your thoughts and subscribe to this is bananas as well as my youtube channel bananiac which you can find at youtube.com bananiac this helps me become more discoverable and ultimately reach more people with my work if you like to donate please visit patreon.com bananiac thank you so much for listening to my podcast and supporting the one-man band that i am until next time everyone take care of yourself spread the word and we'll see you in the next episode peace